welcome to Love Changes Everything podcast. I'm your host, Donna Morado, licensed marriage and family therapist and director of faith formation in the Diocese of Springfield, Massachusetts. Today's topic, we're going to be talking about anxiety and how to heal from that. So I begin with a verse from scripture. It's from Psalm 4, 8. In peace, I will both lie down and sleep. For you alone, O Lord, make me dwell in safety. I was in the ambulance, lying on the stretcher. My chest felt heavy, weighted, like someone was sitting on it. I couldn't breathe. The paramedics kept saying that my pulse was fine, but my blood pressure was a bit elevated. I had pains in my chest that hurt so bad that I thought I was having a heart attack. How could this be? I was only in my late 30s. Heart disease runs in my family. My dad had a heart attack 14 years ago. He now has a stent in his heart. My grandmother and my aunt both died of heart attacks. What are my odds when it comes to heart disease and heart attacks? As I lay there listening to the siren and the cars on the highway, I kept thinking, is it my turn? Will I be the next to have a heart attack? The paramedic who was in the ambulance with me was very friendly. He kept reassuring me that I did not have all the symptoms of a heart attack and said it's probably anxiety, but it's best to let the doctor see what's going on, he said with a smile. We finally arrived at the hospital. It was the middle of winter and the emergency room was packed. All the rooms were full, so they parked me in the hallway. Thank God my husband arrived a few minutes later as he was following the ambulance. It was now close to 9 p.m. when we arrived. An hour went by waiting in the hallway, then another hour went by. I was waiting so long that I fell asleep. Then suddenly my husband woke me up to tell me that we were next in line to see the doctor. They wheeled the stretcher into a room. It was now close to midnight. The doctor came in and checked out my heart, talked to me about my symptoms, and then had blood work done. By the time the blood work came back, it was 1 a.m. The doctor told me that I was fine and it was not my heart. He suggested that I follow up with my primary care doctor. We left the emergency room close to 1.30 in the morning. I felt somewhat relieved, but a little disappointed. Anyone with severe anxiety knows how this scenario is common. This actually happened to me 13 years ago. I was relieved that it wasn't my heart but I was still concerned about my symptoms. Would they come back? My primary care doctor referred me to a cardiologist to have tests done, just to be sure. When I saw the cardiologist, I had to wear a heart monitor for a few days. I did a stress test where I was running on the treadmill hooked up to a monitor, and then I had other tests done. All the tests came back negative. I was fine. So now what? When I was in graduate school, studying for my master's in therapy, one of my professors said, if you're going into the profession of helping people, you need to first help yourself. At that time, I didn't think I needed help, nor did I think I needed a therapist. But after this hospital episode, I knew that I had to do something. So I started researching therapists. The first one I met with didn't work out. I figured out that I needed a male therapist. And then I finally found one, and he specialized in Christian therapy. It was a really good fit. He helped me out a lot, 
and in the time that I saw him. However, during this time, I also rediscovered my Catholic faith and found healing in Jesus and the sacraments. We are made of soul and body. What affects our spirit and soul affects our bodies. It's the way God made us. When our souls are sick, then the body becomes sick as well. Our repressed emotions, baggage, and unforgiveness causes many physical symptoms, and anxiety is one of them. Anxiety comes from fear. It's the thought of the unknown or not knowing what's going to happen. It also comes from a lack of trust and a feeling of not being safe. Some people think that anxiety is genetic and others think that it's environmental. In my training as a marriage and family therapist, it comes from learned behavior. The reason it runs in families is because when a child is young, he or she learns behaviors and how to react to stressors from parents. Then that child grows up and then has children and then shows the same behavior to their children. It's a family pattern continuing from generation to generation. The cycle continues unless someone breaks the pattern. Amazingly, our brains affect our bodies. Symptoms of anxiety are the following. Excessive worry, tightness in the chest and sometimes back, upset stomach, nausea, lightheadedness, trouble breathing, heart palpitations, sweating, trembling, or shaking, trouble sleeping, having problems concentrating, feeling as if the room is getting smaller, disorientation, and feeling irritable and restless. Some of these symptoms mimic a heart attack, and many people with anxiety think that they are having one. Part of anxiety is also panic disorder. This is where people who have panic attacks feel as if they're going to die and have a hard time breathing. They also worry about when the next panic attack may be. When is it going to be the next one? It's a constant cycle of worrying. Anxiety disorders are the world's most common mental health disorder. More women are affected by anxiety than men, and most develop it during childhood. However, it can develop later in life by situational circumstances. So how does one heal from anxiety? There are a lot of coping skills and techniques that help calm anxiety. Of course, there's medication, but I wouldn't go directly to that source because it can interfere with healing. The best way to figure out how to calm the worry and to get it under control is therapy. Sometimes the therapeutic relationship between the therapist and the client can calm anxiety if it's a good fit. The therapeutic relationship between the therapist and the client is supposed to represent the parent and the child dynamic. The therapist is the parent to inf- to affirm and validate feelings that the client's parent may have missed. A great technique to help with panic attacks or if someone feels disoriented is called the groundbreaking technique or grounding technique. This is where you would pick a spot or an object in the room and connect the objects. For example, say if I'm sitting in the living room, I would say to myself, I am sitting in a chair in the living room The chair is connected to the floor. The floor is connected to the wall. This helps to bring people back to the present moment. It centers people because 
being in the future or in the past is very dangerous. Other things that help anxiety are a warm compress, a heating pad on the part of the body that feels tense, drinking something warm, tea, hot chocolate, but stay away from caffeine because caffeine can trigger anxiety. Taking a hot shower or bath, running your hands under warm water, listening to music, instrumental or meditation music is the best, looking at something beautiful, going to the beach, or looking at a body of water, uh, being by a lake, waterfalls, touching something soft like a blanket or a smooth stone, caring for others, volunteer work helps really well with anxiety, exercising, going to the gym, walking or running, being in nature, meditation, the Calm app is a really good one to download on your phone. All of these are great tools to use when having anxiety. Both you and your therapist can discuss whether it came, where it came from, and to go deeper into healing. However, we also can receive healing from our faith. God is in the healing business. It doesn't matter where you are in your spiritual life and your walk with God. He will meet you where you're at. No one has to be perfect to be healed by him. When Jesus was here on earth over 2,000 years ago, he healed many people in his ministry, and his work continues today through his church. He gave the authority to the apostles to continue healing after he ascended into heaven. It says in Acts chapter 3, verse 6, Apostle Peter said, Silver and gold I do not have, but what I have I give you. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, walk. After he said this, the crippled man walked, and he was healed. This was one of the many miracles <clears throat> that happened with the apostles. Jesus can and will heal anxiety. All you have to do is ask him. In the Unbound Ministry, we pray with people who want healing. And when we pray with a person, we have them say, In the name of Jesus, I renounce anxiety. Or in the name of Jesus, I renounce the spirit of anxiety. This is one of the five keys in the unbound prayer that leads to freedom. God wants us to trust him and to rely on him, to take away our worries. Jesus healed me of my anxiety many years ago. The therapist that I saw helped calm it down. However, it really went away when I came back to the church. I didn't realize how much healing I could get from the sacraments. The sacraments are outward signs of God's grace given to us by Jesus himself. The Eucharist is one of the sacraments that can be received every day at Mass. It's the true presence of Jesus in the bread. It's not a symbol. I noticed when I was anxious, my neck and chest got tight and warm. But once I arrived at church and received the Eucharist, that all went away. My worries disappeared. The tightness went away. It was a true miracle. So in conclusion, healing is a process, and a person has to first see that there is a problem. Noticing that you need help is the first step. God gave people to us to help us. He works through doctors, therapists, nurses, etc. And God is in the healing business. If other therapies and techniques have not worked for you, Ask Jesus to help you. 
He is always there waiting for you. And that is it for today's podcast. If you want any more information about the Unbound Ministry or the work that I do, please visit my website, youarelovedministry.com. 